The goal is yourself without a goal. Who wanna test the king? I'm feeling like I'm Kong and Zilla when I'm stepping through the streets. You can feel the ground shaking when I step up on the scene. If you shoot my way, be real if you directing it at me. My homie just came home, he's as solid as it get. Couple niggas tried him, so we keep a chopper in his whip. Better lace him if you stepping, they don't like it when you trip. Touching on the automatic while they driving with a stick. Had to learn to keep my distance, cause I had too many close calls. Trying to get my niggas out the way and give them hope. Cause my nigga, he a menace, you don't pay up what you owe, dog. Keep a shotty if you think it's sweet. Like he old mall, we done lost so many legends. Praying we don't lose no more. Got you scared to even make a wish the way they shoot and Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Airspace. Happy whatever day it is that we put this out. Hope your week is going fantastic. On today's episode, we are joined by Soul True. Welcome back, my dude. Appreciate you, Brody. Happy, happy. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's been a long week, man. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking off mic. It's like so cold that my brain's not really working right. Yeah, and it's like the cold in the morning, yeah. the combination between the two is just like... I haven't fully woke up yet. Yeah, me either. But this is great podcast material. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Dude, so um, you were on um back... You said what episode seventy one or something like that? I believe so, yeah. And I think this is gonna be episode like one sixty or like somewhere around then. Um you and I have seen each other a bunch in between look, I literally just said my phone's <laughs> been going off. So I think what the issue is is that I turn my phone on silent, but it doesn't it like alarms just go around that. Anyways. Rolling straight ahead. You were on uh uh you were on back episode seventy one yeah and we've seen each other a bunch since then but for the guests uh, or for the listeners out there what have you been up to since you were last on the podcast um man let's see 2021 was like a crazy year like i basically i went on like a whole run with like doing performances and stuff which is ironic because i I wasn't the the performing type. Like, yeah. everyone kept asking me to perform places, and I turned so many places down to perform. But um, I finally did last July, and it just like took off after that. Like, I was getting booked to perform so many places. Yeah. Dropped the album. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, that album, the release was crazy. Like, I sold out in the first day that I dropped the physical copy. Yeah, and um, which was crazy because when I told people I was doing physical copies, everyone looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, I I even probably said something about it. If you not, probably you know what did. I mean, it, 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 I mean listen, everybody yeah. like, nah, you shouldn't do it that way. Yeah. Nobody's buying CDs. Nobody even has CD players no yeah, more. Right, right, right. And I told people, I'm like, look, I'm just gonna do something that hasn't been done in a while. You yeah. know, like, and the reason why I did it that way because I wanted that that personal connection with mm. like my supporters because anybody could click a button and say they played the album on their phone but how who really went and actually you know paid for the album personally right. like i wanted that personal connection and the fact that i seen it just like sell out in that amount of time and even when i read up and people still sold you know bought it out again it was just like yeah. the support the support was crazy and it, it humbled me like it didn't it didn't make me feel like more superior or anything like it really 
just humbled me and made me appreciate music even more. Yeah. And it just made me appreciate like people even more for that. So yeah. definitely thankful for that. Of of all the things for me to be like super wrong about, I'm happy I was wrong about that shit. For, you know yeah, I mean? if any, yeah. <laughs> like, if, if there's anything happy about you yeah. know being wrong, it yeah. is definitely that. Yeah, no, that's awesome that you like. I mean, the the personal connection aspect of it is beautiful, though. You know, to hands someone physically like uh, a CD. So, I mean, right. that's one thing I wanted to ask you about. Like, kind of on like the logistics side is like, were you? I know you were like physically printing all the CDs. Did you like go out and um like hand off every single one of them, or did you have like a little um, pop up thing set up or? For the most part, um, before it came out, people were already like, uh, what's your cash app? I want to pre-order yeah. it now before you drop it. So, like, by the time I actually released it, it was, even before I officially released it, people were already, like, buying them. So, I was just handing them out to people that, you know, were paying for them. But yeah. um, I didn't really, like, have to go out and you know try to sell it because people were already like yeah, right, right. on it by the time it came out so that i was kind of like grateful for that like i right. didn't have to do the whole like you, you know there, forcing like, people not yeah, forcing right, but right. you know like Walking bothering people, people. Hey, yeah hey you want to buy this, buy this? yeah, yeah right, it was right, just right. like word of mouth it, that's it, awesome though. yeah so so i mean but but to, i guess it kind of went in a different direction with the answer but like were you you were just the one giving out the cds oh yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I thought you, okay yeah so were so you like yeah. delivering them or are you having people yeah. like come by your spot and shit? yeah i was definitely like that's pulling, awesome like man. i was going yeah. at, like if they were out making in columbia yeah wherever like yeah. i was just like you said yeah making drops yep. Hell I was yeah meeting people wherever they wanted to you know so that's awesome yeah i was definitely doing the groundwork doing the footwork for that that's awesome and and we don't have to get like too specific into it if you don't want to on the podcast but like over under like i'd imagine you made back your initial investment into like the cds oh and whatnot uh, like did you find yourself in a profitable space from that like economically yeah or? i would definitely um i want to say i might have even tripled the amount that i uh paid for the copies yeah because there were some people that were like overpaying. Oh like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I had like uh, one of my teachers from middle school paid me a hundred dollars for it. That's sick. People were paying me like fifty dollars for it. Yeah, and I was only selling it for ten. Yeah. So, like, people were paying twenty, fifty, a hundred. So I basically was making back what I paid for the copies already you yeah. know what i mean so that's awesome yeah that's another thing i was grateful for that's awesome that yeah it was definitely uh and then when i had the album release party um i definitely made like triple back from that show that Dope. night Dope. from people just showing up to support and everything so yeah. it was a hell of a run man that's awesome dude. yeah and now i see the the songs are out on on like spotify and and all that stuff like have you still seen like an initial like a whole bunch of people bought cds that's fantastic that's instant money in your pocket mm. for the people out and about that necessarily like are being introduced to you or whatever like have you seen a lot of people listening on uh streaming platforms to be honest i haven't even like i haven't checked since i yeah. put it out gotcha I, yeah i haven't gotcha. really like got into it I, to me it was more like um after seeing the the results from the physical copies i didn't like want to get too caught up in yeah. the numbers and yeah, right, checking right. the stats and I everything I was just like 
still overwhelmed from just what I just what I did in right. 2021. I'm just like at the end of the year, going into like the new year. I was just like mentally exhausted. Yeah, like no, I it's a lot. Yeah, like I yeah. couldn't. It took me yeah. a while to process it all. Like I really just really did that, and I know it's not even like coming from a arrogant or like a cocky place. No, like no, no, I, no, I it's like more of like I'm proud of myself. You know, Hell yeah, I'm proud of you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I, I'm definitely like I look back and from a outer body experience, like I'm really like proud of myself for what I did. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just still, you know, taking it all in, seeing where I can go now. Have you thought, um, not to give the sauce away at all, I mean, we didn't really super talk about it, but obviously you will make more music in the future. Right. Um, the next project, whenever it would be created or put out or whatever, um, have you thought about doing physical copies again for that, but having it available to, like, someone could perhaps, like, buy it online if, like, you live in, like, Kentucky and you want a physical copy, so then you can still have like the positive aspect of the streaming, where you're like you're like more people can access you that just aren't around this area, mm. but also like we'll have that physical purchase. Well, like if I would have to like like mail it to them or something. I mean, you could you could do it in like two different ways. Like, um, you could buy a shit ton of CDs and then physically go to the mailbox uh, mm. or the post office and ship stuff out. You probably make, um. You'd probably make more money that way than the opposite way. But the opposite way would be a lot less stressful and whatnot. You'd like pay a company like it'd be like drop shipping essentially, but like for a CD where like they go to this website, they buy a copy of your CD. That company like prints the CDs for you and sends them out and whatnot. Mm. Um, the big thing that I don't like about the concept of drop shipping when it comes to like T-shirts and merch and whatnot is there's no quality control. Mm. But for a CD, like it's not like the print of the cd wouldn't be off slightly you know what i mean it's just going to be a print on the seat like they'll just ship it out they can't really fuck it up you know what i mean okay. but if you yeah. if you do drop shipping with like t-shirts and and merch there's so many w ways that that can go wrong right um because i'm personally in the process right now of figuring out like a merch like we want to do our first like t-shirts and hoodies and whatever mm. the fuck and i've talked to all these different people about it and like the 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 main thing that i've landed on is like i have to do the physical like i have to buy like a thousand shirts and ship them out myself because if some company where like a lot of stuff gets printed in like taiwan and there's no good quality control and whatever mm. whatever so i'm kind of back and forth here on it but <clears throat> have you thought about doing something like that um i never even like thought of that as a possibility yeah you could do but it. um like as far as the physical copies, I did think about doing it like that again. Yeah. Only because I feel like after the the results of like doing what I just did with mm -hmm. those, I feel like that's like the expectation now. Like I feel like people are already thinking that for the next one. Like, yeah. oh, he's probably doing physical copies again. Right. So you don't want to do that then? Not that I don't want to. I just... I'm kind of like on the fence about like um if they if it if it would be the same, you know, mm -hmm. like was this right. a one-time thing just because it hasn't been done in a while. Mm. So it was like, "Oh, he's selling physical copies. Let right. me let me support, let me buy." It. Or and then it's like 
if I drop the next one, they're like, oh, he's doing them again. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna buy this. Mm-hmm. But I think they, I think people would still because, um, I mean, your music's great. That's kind of the whole like thing, that. you know? Yeah, and and I mean, like the people really, I started to see people really genuinely like support me. Like yeah. they genuinely go, you know, some people do go above and beyond to uh, support me in many ways and. That's another thing I'm grateful for that, you know, if I drop a song or if I have a show, something like there's people that genuinely say, oh, I'm going like I'll be there to support you or whatever you got going on. I'm a part of it, you know. So I thought about it, though. I think I don't know. I'm still still on the fence about how I want to release the next one. But I got you. I don't want to push it too hard too cuz like I know my biggest thing that I've always thought of is like your your music is so dope and I want everyone to hear it. Yeah. And like the only the best that's why I was on you about the streaming shit forever ago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, like what about the the people in fucking Germany? How are they going to hear your music unless it's on streaming um, and stuff?" But Well, how I did that was for the people that couldn't physically get the copy before yeah. I actually released it uh on the streaming sites. Yeah. I had a zip file, oh, so okay. if they couldn't get it physically, they would just cash at me the uh, the money, yeah. and I would just send them the zip file, and you know they personally had the album like personally from me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's, that's cool. how I did it with that because there were people from out of state um, yeah. that were actually like buying the project. Dope, dope. dope. So, so I'm, a digital sale rather. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. So it's like you still have the best it. of both worlds. And I sent along with the zip file, I sent them a copy of the sent them a picture of the album so yeah. it's like when you download it to your phone now you have the you have the album and you have the cover so basically like you still have it you know? yeah. i want to make people feel like since they couldn't be there physically right. you know you still get the same uh perks that yeah. you know the people that bought it physically have so that's cool that's cool. yeah yeah i dig that i dig that I'm not, I'm, now i'm thinking like from a, a behind the scenes way i'm like oh we just got to make you like a squarespace account for the album <laughs> you know what i mean and then people right. can like buy it physically because there was um i forget i haven't worked with him in a while we did his last project here and he's just been promoting it for like the last year and doing real good shit with it uh young world ibi okay put so his like marketing strategy was fascinating to me like from the get he was like not really focused on streaming. He's like, I'm going to put streaming, all that other stuff. But he had same with what you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you could buy a physical copy and, and it would drop ship it or whatever, I think. But the main thing that he was pushing was, like, buying, like, I forget what it was. Let's say it's 10 bucks or whatever. Same thing with what you're saying, though. Like, you go to his website and mm-hmm. you, like, buy the album. And then you have a copy of it. And it just automatically emails it to you or whatever. When you're When you set up, like, an automation or something like that, though, then you don't have to worry about the like you know because i'd imagine like <clears throat> it's probably a nightmare for you i'm just assuming but staying organized on like people hitting you up cash out payments and like all that other shit you could just set up a, a website that would automate all that yeah <clears throat> and you yeah, don't have to fucking think about it you know that was kind of like mind scrambling yeah just keeping track of everyone who cashed at me now it's like yeah. all right now i gotta figure out you know, did I forget somebody? Now I'm out driving from place to place, uh, place to place, trying to keep up with everyone. Who, because yeah, I'll right. be on my way to go drop this off, and then as I'm over here, somebody else is cash apping me while I'm on while I'm on my way to yeah, somebody right, else. Right. So it's like, 
it was just a lot of back and forth. Like, yeah. I really, I said, oh, this is what it's like to be an artist. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. Like, like trying now, to figure out the best route. Yeah, it's like, okay, <laughs> this, is, this is what it's like now. Like, now yeah. I understand why artists are, like, busy when they're, when they're in there, like, in their zone. Right. Because before that, I wasn't as busy as an artist. So I always was on the outside looking in and... So I'm like, man, you can't be that busy. Yeah, right. But right. then I, now I see, like, for the artists that are like that were busy and never have time, I see <laughs> why. Like, because I really didn't have time to do anything. Right, right. It was right. just like straight groundwork and straight hustling. Yeah. It's a good learning experience, though. Definitely, man. definitely. Like to say that I don't want to say that you're not as busy now as you were then in the height of that, but like, what, what's the biggest takeaway that you had from that time? Like about like time management with your art like all of a sudden you go from like you know making the music and hanging out and doing whatever to be like mm-hmm. oh shit i have to like this is like constant uh um, you know driving all over the place like just managing time and not taking uh opportunities for granted yeah because like i said i i turned down so many opportunities last year mm-hmm. and then them same like opportunities that i turned down i'm watching my peers excelling them mm. and i'm just looking like that's supposed to be you know that's like, why i say no to that yeah shit. like that's yeah. supposed to be me up why there. did you say no to uh, different things or whatever? Um, from a time management perspective seemed like too much or like i just didn't have like the desire to perform gotcha. like I, you can't say yes to everything yeah you know and just and i wasn't like performing just wasn't my thing i right. just love making music right you know um and then i started when I did my performance, I really, like, I really felt like it was therapeutic for me. It wasn't more so about like performing for people. Yeah, I started to realize that you know it was more for me. It was a release, like everything. Like if I performed, it was a release for what I was going through leading up to that performance. Mm. So being on stage was just like. It was just a big therapy release for me. So, you know, no pun intended. Musical therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, so once once I, like, did that first performance in July last year, it kind of just, like, took off. Yeah. And I was just, like, in a zone. And now I'm just more comfortable with myself as an artist. Hell yeah. And I'm just ready to just Regroup. see where, yeah, just ready to see where it goes now. Yeah. I mean, like, again, I don't want to assume, but from the time that we've, like, gotten to know each other, we we work together and whatnot, um, I've always been very, like, envious of your your pure attachment to the art and not being, like, you know, immediately I'm thinking about marketing strategies Mm -hmm. and all that other shit. Like, I definitely personally made a shift both, like, on purpose and by accident years ago where I was, like, you know just thinking about the art and just thinking about the business side of it to now being in this like weird um combination where i'm like just making the art but also thinking about like how am i going to release this Mm -hmm. and like what's the strategy and all that other shit like i think it's definitely important to like have that in the back of your mind but here we are you know what i mean like you 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 looked at it just from a pure artistic perspective and then like went with your gut Mm -hmm. and like it happened to be a great business decision right you know so like are you thinking more about the businessy side of stuff now or are you still like just on the art side um kind of both yeah um but me i'm always like 
I'm an artist first. Yeah, right, right. And like I connect with music more than anything. So like anything I do musically, um, it always comes from within first. And then, you know, the business side is the the after effect of it. Mm. You know, that the business it, it's like a it's like a win win because the business side is connecting with people and connecting with people is, you know, the genuine side of it. That's how I make my connections with people through, you know, marketing and yeah. that's how I gain my supporters and stuff. So it's kind of like a win-win for me, you know? Right, right, right. So not only do I get the, you know, uh, share my, share my art, but I also get to connect with some pretty dope people. And, right. um, with the release of the album, I've connected with some people that like are, um, they're in position to, you know, put me in a better position myself and, uh, seize new opportunities. So, yeah, the, uh, yeah thankful for all of it, man. It, like I said, it's still overwhelming. So. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Speaking of like new opportunities, um, just saw you were uh, uh, nominated for the. Yes. Um, what, what, what's the title? Is like best uh, rapper or uh, rap, song? Yeah, rapper. Person? Um, this uh, they I don't know why they did it like that, but it's rapper slash uh, singer of the year. Gotcha. They kind of grouped it together, yeah. which I kind of wish they didn't do that. Yeah. Because and they're two different things. Way two different things yeah. because someone might take a liking to singing. And not even like rap, but they're in the same. You know, we're in the same category, and right. it's kind of like, why would you? And what was the organization that uh, nominated you? Um, it's called the Black and Latino uh, Excellence Award. Awesome. So it's like a lot of, I seen like they had um Teacher of the Year, uh, Business of the Year. Yeah, they had like so many different categories and. I seen like rapper of the year, singer of the year, and then I seen hip hop artist of the year. So I was kind of like confused on that, and I kind of wish they would have separated that because shout out to uh, Myra, but yeah, I saw she was on that. Yeah, well. she got nominated for uh, the same thing. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, best wishes to you know whoever yeah. is a part of it, especially from you know Lancaster. You like, guys are up for the same award. Uh, it's what it looked like. Oh, that's gotcha. what it looks. Yeah, so that's why I said I kind of wish they would have separated it. Right, right. But right. at the end of the day, I'm happy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I win or she wins Just or anybody else cool, from here man. wins, yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm rooting for Lancaster period because we don't, we typically don't win anything. People look yeah. at us like we're the bottom feeders of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Like you think Philadelphia, then you think, um you know, maybe like Harrisburg or something, but yeah. they look at us as, you know, we're just the Amish town. Yeah, Lancaster is weird. Like, I, I've been very fortunate, or I guess you could really say it however you want, but lately I've been having a lot of people coming to record here, like, from New York and Philly and D.C. and Virginia mm -hmm. and all over the place, like, just because, I, I don't know, I put the business on Google. Right. And it's been cool. <laughs> but, Word. um... I've been asking, I've been like, hey, like, what do you guys, like, know about the Lancaster music scene or whatever? And for the most part, they're like, you know, I'll play them some stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is, like, really good. Like, never heard of this before. Like, why haven't I heard about any right. of this stuff before? And I'm like, I don't know. 
you know um like i feel like there's i've been talking about it a lot lately like both on the podcast and outside the podcast like my perception of like the the local scene is like changing Mm -hmm. so much lately like there's a lot of really really great talented people here including yourself and like i'm not really sure like what the fuck's going on like as with the collective you know what i mean yeah like on like like why like there's so many great musicians here and there are musicians here that like have gone out and done other things and come back and done this or done that or whatever but like it's interesting that there's not like as much attention on the scene if you will Mm. and i don't i don't know why that is you know people are doing shit you know but yeah i think some of it also stems from the lack of um the lack of support within each other Mm. you know um like the community itself yeah and even artists like it like it's like i don't know maybe it could be like an ego thing Mm. It's like I don't want you to make it before I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about that a lot lately. Like, not everyone, because um, that 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 would say like I'm talking about you specifically yeah. or someone else specifically. But I would say like as a whole, the vibe I have gotten from some people mm-hmm. uh, has it's been like I want to be the one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'll be the one that that does this or that. And if you think like that, then right, you know. And I mean, it, coming from where we're coming from. It's a one in a million chance that you're gonna be the one. Yeah. But um it's like if you feel like you gotta put that we're at we're at a time where we've been we've been at this for some years now. Yeah. You know, it, it's time to put that aside and you know, whoever is gonna whoever is gonna be the first one to really make it it's gonna happen naturally you know and the lack of support of no i don't want to see you win before i do that it's just it's it's not it's not good for it's not good for the music scene and like like they already look at they already look at us as you know we're who like you know oh y'all got a music scene Y'all yeah, rap. Right, some small town shit. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, mean, I think the biggest answer to that though is like getting out into other areas though. You know, if you exactly. were to take like like maybe the move would be to orchestrate like a tour to mm-hmm. put a bill of like, I don't know, my favorite artists in the mm-hmm. Lancaster area and be like, All right, cool, like we're gonna go to fucking Michigan and perform at these shows and then we're gonna go down here and we're gonna do you know what I mean? And like introduce people um all over the place. And, right. You know, have your merch and have your physical copies and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. That's like kind of the classic way of you know, introducing yourself to a wider market. Right. Um, <clears throat> or, like, more people, you know. Yeah, I think yeah, we just got to think bigger than the city. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's nice to be recognized as, you know, one of the best or one of the top artists here. But, you know, there's more to just here. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's weird, too. Like, I... Excuse me. Um, Like... I've been looking at the, I, I used to not look that much, but then shit got weird and I started looking at the stats for the podcast like all the time because it's like, whoa, this is crazy, right? Yeah. But a lot more people l- recently have started listening like in the Lancaster area. Mm-hmm. I find that really interesting because it's like I'm trying to, in- like the whole original goal was like introduce people from around here to like anywhere else. And mind you, there's still like the majority of our listeners are not in the Lancaster area. 
But I've, I've, I've been curious, like, who are the people that are around here that are listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. to people that, like, they probably have met before. And, like, thank you all for supporting the podcast. I'm not saying don't listen to it. You know what I mean? But, like, it's interesting. That's like, you know. Yeah. Insular or whatever, you know? No, I get it. Same Same concept, I guess. I definitely get it because... I could say the same as far as, you know, people that support the music. I get it more from people that I don't even know. Yeah. Most of the people are just from social media, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, I I got people, you know, personally close to me that, you know, support. But the genuine support really does come from people that I met just by networking Mm -hmm. or just people that watch me perform and come up to me and say, like, yo, you're dope. You got any? Uh, you got any of your copies on you? Yeah, I got them in the car. Go get you one. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, it's cool yeah. that people get to know you through your music, and then they get to know you rather than like someone that might have known you for twenty years. Yeah, and then like you hear their music and you're like, oh yeah, I like I like your music, but also like I really like I like Mark. Yeah, you know what I mean. First, and then exactly. the music. You know? Yeah, because I think it's like for anyone. Maybe I'm just speaking too much about myself or whatever, but like my goal has always been to like have people that I've never met before have their opinions matter more than the people that I know, because I would feel as if they have a biased opinion. I was just about to say that it's less biased. Like I, you know, I'm very honest with you about stuff when it comes to like working, like when Mm -hmm. we were recording a song, it's like, Oh, maybe we should change this or whatever the fuck. But just from like a fan's perspective, I'm biased as fuck because like I know you and I like you, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Like I like your music. That's a separate thing. But, you know, it's hard to be, like, separate the person from the music when you're from a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get to know an art, I'm just repeating myself, but you know what I'm saying. No, I get it. I yeah, it. like, even when people, like you just said, like, the bias thing, like, when um I see posts about, like, oh, who um who's a good engineer or name some of the best producers. Yeah. And I always, like, I always tag you. I know. And I know people probably think, like, uh, he's just tagging him because he, you know, he worked with him. He did his album. But it's like, no, I genuinely recommend Byron, like, just from working with this guy, the, you know, the amount of attention that you pay to detail and, you know, your input, opposed to some engineers I've worked with where it's just like, okay, I'm paying you for x amount of hours that i'm here and you're just going to press record and yeah. you know no input no nothing you're just here to make your money so like i get it the whole bias thing because i know people always like uh he only tagged him because that's you know that's the guy he works with but right it's just hey it we work together is. for a reason right exactly it is what it is because i'm and i'm very picky about because i'm like a perfectionist so i can't just you know yeah. work with just any person so yeah definitely we built that like we built that chemistry hell yeah i think we have a good working relationship for sure for sure (laughs) it's it's weird too i mean just from my perspective like it's only happened a couple times but like you know if i'm having a conversation with somebody in the booth i'm like hey maybe we should change this word or whatever the fuck and they're like fuck you man you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i'm like back forever ago like i'd be like okay i'm so sorry like whatever you need or whatever but now i'm in a in in a position where it's kind of like like I'm not right about anything or not everything, of course not. But if I don't have like a, I can't have a conversation with an artist about their project. It's like, well, there's so many other engineers out there. Like maybe you should mm-hmm. work with somebody else. Like, exactly. You know, respectfully. You know. 
because like it's weird making music man music's weird no nah, it definitely <laughs> is know? especially when you're trying to make different kind of music yeah like i think um my first my first project i think i was just more focused on the rapping side mm. and i was such like in a rush to put it out mm. just because it was my first project and i just wanted people just stay here so true like yeah, right right but i think uh in comparison to uh musical therapy was it wasn't even about anybody else like it was about me finding my pocket as an artist as opposed to just being a rapper Mm. i want to show people i'm an artist too you know and um i just felt i felt this one more Mm. like every song was just different but the same in the same aspect you know and i just felt like the connection between me and music like i fell in love with music all over again with this project um with the first one like i said it was just more yeah i rap you want to hear me rap listen Mm -hmm. to this album you want to hear some rap this one is like you want to hear um you want to hear me as an artist and like that's just the i feel like that was like the biggest takeaway from comparing the two albums because people ask me that a lot like what is the comparison between the first and the Mm -hmm. second one like what did you do different and that's pretty much what it was just me loving music yeah as opposed to just liking rap right 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 i mean also like you you grew a lot as an artist in between those those two records right i grew a lot as an engineer you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like i'd say we approached the first one with like passion and time and whatever but like it's hard to compare the two you know like definitely like bar for bar like rap you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and the second one i mean you know bringing in uh uh, dom to do like the uh uh the intros and and uh michael germanis on the violin thing and all that like that was i mean that was like a real organic thing that kind of came together but um yeah it's different more like grown up yeah you know yeah, because in life, like, we go through things. Right. And, you know, I went through things after my first project. I mean, the pandemic happened and shit. Exactly. In between the two projects, yeah. too. Yeah, pandemic, just, a lot. you know, personal <laughs> stuff that I was going through and um, just how how can I, like, turn that into a positive, you know? Like, how do I cope with this stuff that I'm going through? And... You can actually hear it in the music, like okay. Even when I um when I get off stage after a performance, like people come up to me and like, like dude, I can really feel. You can tell like you're you were feeling something while you were up there. Like you can tell you you were going through something when you performed this song. Yeah. And me, I don't I don't see it probably because i'm the one performing so i don't see like what everyone else sees right right. i'm just up there you know just performing while people's it really put in perspective of the different views from the artist to the fan or to the spectator um they get to see they they see me in a different light Mm. i see them just watching me but then i actually get to hear what they're what they're thinking you know uh wow like you're looks like you're really releasing something up there it looks like you were going through something it looks like you know this is really therapy to you 
and the fact that they they see that it just you know pushes me to keep going that's the type of stuff that makes me go home and write the next song and all right i'm going through something let me put it in a song because i know somebody somebody's gonna feel it um but going forward i I feel like my next project is now is i'm gonna have a little fun now you Mm -hmm. know um still gonna stick to the same drill beats huh drill beats nah (laughs) i I still ain't get to that level yet i I don't i think i believe that's i believe that that genre alone but i'm sorry to cut you off oh no you're good um yeah like going for i'm just gonna have fun now yeah still gonna be the same message i'm still i'm still gonna stick to you know stick to being true but yeah um it's always the vibes like like i said the first album was more rap the second one it was all type of vibes like even song like skywalker yeah like people hear that and they're like this is like that's different um like not to toot my own horn but i never heard an artist locally with a song like skywalker Mm. it's different like the guitar and I love that song. Like yeah. that song, I hold that. Is that like your favorite one off the project? It, it, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. And I know it's like, cause it's in the beginning. It's the second song on a project, so typically you wouldn't really put like your favorite song at the you know at the beginning. That's mm. more like the opener. But that song, I don't know. It's just it's special to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that goes back to what I'm saying like. So now the third, the the follow up album or project EP, whatever I decide to do, I wanna, I wanna like, be more outgoing with the music. I wanna have more fun with it. Try some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, yeah, I yeah. like I listen to different beats now and think like, okay, now what's the next one? You yeah. know, we so. should put maybe save it for an off the mic podcast, but uh, we should put together a. a an instrumental with like Ian on the drums and like That'd be I'll make dope. some cool shit for you. That'd be maybe dope maybe as it'll hell. make them album, maybe it won't, but we should do that regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely open to trying some some new tactics, man. Yeah. You know, cuz you get in these you get in these different spaces where not every crowd is the same. Oh yeah. I've course. been in like different performances and like the crowd would be different and i'm like all right what song should i do today because i don't know you know what they're looking for so i like want to have different songs for you know different different type of energies different crowds right. and stuff right 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 so yeah that's where i'm at now with with the music hell yeah you said uh this in this past year you performed a lot more than you did before did you develop any like weird pre-show rituals is there anything that you like always did before a show started? Um, honestly, like when I first started performing last year, I was having so much anxiety before I was like getting on stage yeah. that I wasn't even like thinking to right. do anything before. Right. Like <laughs> it was just like just sit there and just wait to be called on stage. Right, right, right. Just sitting there, fucking being nervous as shit talking to myself but then i started like finding my peace and i started like meditating Mm. and i would talk to you know i would talk to my um 
my mentor that passed away. Mm-hmm. Like I sit there and you know just talk to him because he was my motivation for me getting back on the stage. Gotcha. Because I haven't done it since I was like eighteen, nineteen. Right, right, right. Um, when he was still around, so I just try to find that like confidence, you know, to get up there and. Just pray that every show is going to be something different and I could take away something. So that's like what I've been trying to work on, like meditating and, you know, talking to him. And that's pretty much been working for me. It gets me comfortable. It gets me already in the in the zone of, you know, just going up there and locking in. Right, right, right. It's it's weird. I, I haven't performed in a while. I mean, I've like DJed in between. Like when I actually like performed as an artist on stage, but I'm right. gearing up in my mind and like performance wise to like put together. I'd like to get back into performing. Right. And I was thinking about it when you're you're saying this. It's like it's so weird. You have all this like weird shit building up to the performance. When you're actually performing, mm-hmm. at least maybe I'm just speaking from from my perspective, but like it's like you're in this like weird trance. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're not really like thinking about like oh this is fucking weird. There's all these people out there. It's like you're just doing your songs. You know, you're in this, like, zone. Did you feel that way as well? Yeah. Um. Another thing that helped is um, I, I, wear, I wear shades when I perform. Oh, okay. And that's something that always, uh, I always watched. Um, I always watched my mentor do that when he used to perform. Gotcha. He always, like, wore shades. And I always wonder why, like, I thought it was just because, you, you know, you just look cool with shades. Yeah. But when I did it for myself, I started, like, I, I see why. Because it looks like, like, when you got shades on, it looks like you're looking at people. Mm. But you're not. Right. Because you don't really see everything. Like, like everything is it's just like so, yeah, it's just whatever, so yeah. dark. So you don't really, like, I could be looking dead at you, but I'm not really right. looking at you. It just, it just... It just like helps you avoid that weird for people like me who's like kinda like you know, like I said, you get the anxiety and kinda like self conscious with the with the performing. It helps you with that awkward moment of you just staring, locking eyes with somebody if you didn't have shades on and you're looking and you're probably in your head like, I wonder what they're thinking. Are they right. thinking like this shit sucks or do they like it? So the shades kind of like blocks out everything. That's interesting. And yeah, I, I, I it, it works. Like it definitely works for me. I, I just and it helps me just get in my zone more because. And you look cool. Exactly. Sunglasses. So yeah, like I said, <laughs> that's what people think. Like, oh, he yeah. thinks he's cool with the glasses, but it's like really, no, nah, I'm really just up here not wanting to, not wanting to uh, make that awkward space. You know. Right. 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 Especially, I mean, like, you're putting your, so much of yourself out there on the record. Yeah. You're already, like, having that connection with your fans and the audience and whatnot. But mm-hmm. then to also, on top of that, like, stare directly into some random person's eyes. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I tell people, like, being up there, when I am on stage, I don't even feel like, I don't, there's some stuff I do that I don't even know that I'm doing. Yeah. Because I'm so keyed in and I'm so locked in that. Like I don't even like somebody be like, yo, that one part where you did this, and I'm like, I did that mm. because I don't, I don't remember it while I'm up there. Like when I'm up there, I'm like a whole different person. 
Like, um, like I forgot. I was talking to somebody, and they asked me that. And I said, um, kind of like when you were younger. And, like, when I was younger and I used to watch rappers and artists perform, I would always, like, imitate them. Like, I'd be rapping a song and I'm pretending I'm them, like, with the mic in my hand. And I'm, like, rehearsing as if I was them. And I always said it's kind of like when you were a kid and you watched, like, a superhero and then you started, like, doing the acting like you're fighting them. Yeah, like, you're acting yeah. like you're doing... Yeah, so that's pretty much, like, who I am when I'm on stage. I'm that superhero or I'm that person that I used to sit back and watch mm-hmm. other artists. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm them. Right. So now when I am on stage, I get to be that superhero that I always wanted to be. So... It's, I don't want to say alter ego, but it's kind of like I'm a whole different person when I'm on stage. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Interesting, man. It's fucking awesome, though, dude. It's been a good year overall. Yeah, man. That's I'm good. just hoping 2022 is it's my year, man. Hell yeah, bro. I'm manifesting take, it. Take, take everything that you learned and everything that you did and put that in the slingshot. That's <laughs> my, well, 222 yeah. is my, like, that's my angelic number. Mm. That's the number that, it's my manifestation number. It's gotcha. something that I've been seeing since I was like seventeen, eighteen. Mm. Like I just always see two twenty two somehow. The number mm. twenty two or two twenty two. Always. I don't it I could be it could be two fifteen. Yeah. And I'll look away from the clock and I just happen to look two twenty two. Yeah. Um I know earlier you were saying like um like about not getting personal as far as the money that I made, mm. but at the album release party, weird as shit. Um, at the end of the night, I'm just counting the money, counting the money from that night at least. Um, and I literally made exactly two hundred and twenty-two dollars that <laughs> night. <laughs> That's crazy, fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> the only reason I'm bringing it up is because yeah, right, you know right. we're talking. Like, but right. yeah, just the fact that there's no yeah, like there's no void in that number. So right. I felt like last year, everything I did was just a buildup of this year. Yeah. And this year, ironically, is 222. What are you, what are you doing uh, on February 22nd this year? Because tra- that'll be 222.22. Yeah. And I was trying to, <laughs> the, the plan was to release a EP, oh, but you. a lot of things I like, got pushed back. Yeah. So it's in like 20 um, days from now. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do something, whether it's releasing <laughs> yeah. a song or something, but. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna do something. That's wild, bro. Yeah. I got a couple of shows in February too. Oh word? Yeah. Um, Where at? I got one on the eleventh at Christmas Addicts. Cool. Um it's for, you know, they're like encouraging people to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But um they're having like artists, you know, perform, entertain and stuff. So yeah, yeah. uh the main artist is uh Dominique, Sir Dominique Jordan. Yeah. Um I'm opening up for him. And then February twentieth there is a um uh some they're doing something for like black history. Um I'm a part of that. Word. I'll Where's be performing there. That's February twentieth at Christmas Addicts okay. also. Gotcha. And then March 20th, I will be doing a, um, I don't know if you heard of the Ripple Lounge. 
uh, Wednesday, Worldwide yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, I'm the featured artist. Oh, cool. For, yeah, March 20th. He does an artist every month. Yeah. So I'm March. Shout I'm the Wednesday. artist of March. So yeah. I'll be doing that March 20th. Um, yeah, so I'm just locking in for that because that's like coming up in like no time. So. Yeah, right. Time flies. Yeah, trying to lock in for that. Oh, yeah, so this year, I'm just looking at locking in for a lot of big shows and see where I can take it this year. Hell yeah, man. Like the catapult, dude. Mm-hmm. But yo, I wanted to say, um, time flies, ain't especially. We've been talking for like an hour. I know what time is it? Um, I wanted to say thanks a bunch for, for coming back on here and, and, and chopping it up with me. Always good to see you. For sure. Um, you, you just mentioned some shows you have coming up. If you want to uh, put out the, the plugs here for the, where can the people find you? I know the album is now available on Spotify and whatnot. Do you still doing physical copies? Uh, yeah, I still got some. Yeah. Okay, cool. How can the people get one? Um, tap in with me, find me on social media, find me on Facebook at so true. That's S O U U L T R U U. Find me on Instagram at so true underscore, I don't even know if I put the underscore in my name. I got to check. Because I be lying to people, telling people <laughs> the wrong shit. You got like a like a link tree or some shit? I do, actually, Word. yeah. Okay, so there's no underscore. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, find me on IG at SoulTrue. S-O-U-U-L-T-R-U-U. Same thing for Facebook. And the link tree is on my bio. So, on both social uh, platforms. So, find me there. Take you right to my music. Hell yeah, dude. Um, before we wrap this up, um, I'm pretty sure I didn't ask you on the first one, but do, uh, do you, do you want to tell the people out there like a story or something like that? It's a segment we used to do on the podcast years ago. You have like a, a way you want to button up this podcast or you want to just end it? Uh, what kind of story? I don't know. Just a story. A story. Something. Um, wasn't prepared for this. I know. That's the whole point. <laughs> it could be like uh, you could make it up now. Or it could be like a memory or an impactful moment in your life or whatever you want. You can think about it for a second. Um, I'm going to run to the bathroom and then we'll come back. And- All right. So um, when I decided to uh, actually put the album out on streaming platforms, I'm like sending out, like I'm copying and pasting uh, text messages, just sending them to everybody in my contact list. And I sent it to my cousin. He must have changed his number. So I sent it to him and um they're like uh they said like who's this or something like that. Like I forgot exactly what they said and um they was like, Oh, this this isn't, you know, so and so. So I was like, Oh, alright, well, just listen to it anyway. See how you like it. Yeah. And then like they text me like five, ten minutes later. Well, not five, ten minutes later, but, like, it was, like, some time after, like, they were listening to it, and they text me back, like, yo, this is fire, like, <laughs> and I was just like, yo, appreciate it, and they was like, yo, what's your cash at? So I sent it to them, and they sent me, like, like it was, like, $25 or something <laughs> like that. Hell yeah. But it was just, like, weird as shit, because I'm just, like, sending it out, and they're just like, this ain't so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, all right, well, listen to it anyway, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Let me know how it is, and... It was just dope to to have that shit. So that's yeah, awesome, that was, man. That was dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, I'll, that I'll that's that's my story of the hell yeah. yeah. That's my story for the podcast. All right, word. Well, thanks again for coming on. Appreciate you, man. Uh, it's over now. Yeah, go stream that musical therapy, man. Applause.
Alright. <laughs> Word, dude. Oh, man. Time flies.